Hey everybody, welcome to Cocktails and Killers. Hello, episode 10. Yay. I'm Lena. I'm Heather. And today we are going to be talking about Amelia Dyer. She was British, uh -huh. okay, and you know, it's Nurses Week, mm -hmm. so I wanted to do a, I mean, there's lots of, you know, nurses, nurses who kill, Yeah. Um, so she, to me, was just one of the more interesting ones. Now, it was, you know, back in the 1800s, uh, so it was a while ago, so yeah. a lot of people probably haven't heard of her, but uh, she was pretty... Well, you'll just have to see. <laughs> uh, and if you want to Google a picture of her, she looks crazy. Like, look at really. Look. Oh, <laughs> oh Doesn't yeah, she, look she looks. <laughs> she like that's pure evil. I know, right? Oh my god! Um, so she was around during the Jack the Ripper times, and there has been speculation. They think that she could have been the Ripper. Really? There's no evidence. There's nothing to back it up, other than. A lot of people have speculated that she could have been. Because, hmm. you know, they never really figured they out who knew. it was. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I just wanted to point that out kind of first thing. Because I thought that was kind of cool. Huh. So, Amelia Elizabeth Dyer. She was born in 1836. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, she was British. Uh, she trained as a nurse. So, she really was, you know, a nurse. But she got into what's called baby farming later on in life baby farming <laughs> um yeah it's kind of weird you'll uh it's just well i feel like i've heard something about baby farming before like do they they take babies and like, that no just, one wants and really like give them to people who can't have kids or yeah, whatever or or she would take in like um illegitimate children or just if the parents were well to do and felt like they couldn't take care of them she would take care of them for a fee Ah. Yes. Uh, but I she see. was doing more than just taking care of them. <laughs> uh, so she was born, like I said, in um, 1836. She was the youngest of five. She had three brothers and a sister. So she was the baby. She was the baby. I know. You don't have, we haven't really seen a lot of the the babies that do crazy shit. Uh -uh. You know? It's always like the oldest or the, or the middle. middle. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. uh, but she was the baby. Um, her dad was a master shoemaker, and she learned to read and write and developed a love of literature and poetry. So she was very well-educated, like, and, yeah. you know, she... Literate? Was able yeah, to... Mm -hmm. She had... I mean, herself, she was... Seemed pretty normal. Now, her mom was mentally ill from typhoid fever, actually, they think really? is what caused it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And... I was immediately... Sorry, I had to take a drink of my... Um, <laughs> We're drinking sparkling water and vodka. Yes, it's delicious. It's good. You should see Heather's bottle of vodka. It's the biggest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so growing up, she would see her mom have these violent outbursts. And she was really, even though she was the youngest, she was the one who mainly cared for her mom. 
So I don't know if that's kind of where her uh, wanting to be a nurse came from or I don't know about that. But because um, she's she didn't really talk much about um, her mother and what happened with that. Now, she does give a confession later that I'll read. And that's really the only thing that she ever she didn't really comment a lot about. About her mom. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. really anything other than saying, yeah, basically I did all this and I'm sorry. Yeah. So there's not a lot of insight into her, you know, younger, younger years. Almost all of her siblings died at a young age. Um, all but one of the brothers. Really? So she did experience a lot of loss, you know, as, as a child. I wonder if she actually had anything to do with any of those. Oh, I don't know. I wondered the same thing when I was <laughs> reading about it. And later she actually became, I don't know why, but she became estranged from her only living brother too. Hmm. So she was pretty much on her own. So before she went to, well, I don't know if you went to nursing school back then, but before she trained to be mm -hmm. a nurse, she had an apprenticeship as a corset maker. I thought that was kind of cool. Huh. Like, you know, I didn't know that that was yeah. like a thing back then. Oh. So her oldest brother, the one that she become estranged with when her dad died, he inherited the family shoe business. Uh, and then that's when she got married the first time to George Thomas. He was 59 and she was like, well, they, she lied about her age. So the the real age, yeah, it wasn't on the marriage certificate. But um, so he deducted eleven years from his age, and he added six to hers. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow, yeah. she's like Dorothea, right? Lying about her lying age, about her to age. marry a man. Mm -hmm. So after she married him, that's when she uh, started her nurse training. So she had a friend, Ellen Dane, who was a midwife, and she learned an easier way of living from her by using her home to provide lodgings for young women at first who had conceived illegitimate children. Ah. So that's kind of how she got into this whole baby, baby farming. farming thing. Yeah. So she would take care of them and then would help get the baby's place. She didn't do that at first, you know. Right. Um, the mothers would, you know, either give the, farm the babies out to mm -hmm. someone else. But eventually they started just leaving the unwanted babies with her and she would take care of them. They were called nurse children. Oh. Um, so the parents involved were pretty much exploited for financial gain. Mm -hmm. So especially if the baby had well-off parents then they would charge what basically whatever fee they wanted. Um, so back then they said it might be as much as 80 pounds. I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know how pounds. that would equate to today. Yeah, yeah. and today. Um, but Probably some a lot. only paid five pounds if they were poor. So that's a big difference. Oh, yeah. And you can make a lot of money if you had um, a lot of well-to-do. People dumping their kids off. Mm-hmm, Exactly. Now, she wasn't the only person that was doing this as far as, like, taking in illegitimate children and caring for so them. that was kind of like a... So, it was a thing, but not everybody killed them. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, there were some that were... Have you ever heard of um, Mother's Friend? I don't think so. I hadn't either, but then when I was reading about it, I was like... I don't know that sounds familiar but basically it's a syrup they had back then that contained opium so a lot of these women that did this would just keep the babies and the kids drugged up all the time so that they really wouldn't have to do to anything. really do anything yeah. oh my 
Uh, yeah. So a lot of kids inadvertently died from that. Mm -hmm. But she was doing more methods than than just, just overdosing. Yes. On opium. Um, so a lot of times they would be just severely malnourished. Mm -hmm. The babies. And so when the coroner would come to do the autopsy, it just looked, you know, like failure to thrive or like the baby just didn't want to eat or, you know, yeah. had any will to and live. She, so yeah, she probably she got even away told with them that, you know, oh, well, you know, I've tried and tried to feed the baby and mm -hmm. they won't eat. And like you said, failure to thrive. Yep, exactly. So in 1869... Her husband, who we know was way older than her, he died. So she started needing even more income at that point. So that's really when her baby farming. I just think that's such a weird term. I know. Like I just picture a lady out in the field, like planting little babies, like in a <laughs> farming. So when he died, that's really when she started needing more money and started taking in more kids and just basically overwhelming herself. Mm hmm. In 1872, she got remarried to a laborer, and they had two kids together, Marianne and William. And then, for whatever reason, it doesn't say that they had a bad marriage or anything that I could find anywhere, uh -huh. but she ended up just uh, ditching him and leaving him. So, <laughs> I don't know if he maybe caught on and she wanted to get out, or well, I don't know. I'm mm -hmm. just speculating. So, when her first husband died, she started taking in more kids to get more money. Mm -hmm. Now, she was not killing them at this point, but she was starving them and just not really taking good care of them. And a, a lot of the problem is the parents would come back to see the kids, but they would be too ashamed to ever report anything that was going on because then everyone would know yeah. that they had this child that they had to give up. So a lot of things just went by yeah. the wayside because people were too scared to say, hey, I had a kid and I gave it up and this lady is abusing it. Yeah. Because then that's going to look bad on them. At this point, she really is like, okay, well, the expense and the inconvenience of letting the kid, the kids starve or, you know, having to actually take care of them just became too much. Basically, as soon as she would get the, the child and get the money, then that she just started just killing them instantly. Oh, um, damn. Yeah. She gets caught in 1879 after a doctor was suspicious about all the kids that he was coming there to do the, you know, the coroner's report for. Mm -hmm. But... She wasn't convicted of murder at this time uh, or manslaughter. She was just sentenced to six months for neglect. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they say that when she went through this, that it like almost destroyed her mentally. Like sitting in jail? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That she just went even more off the rails at that point. So upon uh, when she was released, you know, she tried to resume going back to nursing, but she would have these spells of like being mentally unstable <laughs> uh so she would have to be you know hospitalized and or in you know an institutionalized, institutionalized yeah. for a while and they said that it started coinciding with times that she would need to disappear mm -hmm. for you know whatever her i guess crimes were to uh get away from it uh, she also began abusing alcohol and opium-based products herself, too. Oh. Yeah. 
which they say that maybe her mental instability could have caused her to use those drugs, but mm-hmm. I just think she was fucking crazy. Obviously. And, you know. I mean, so did she ever, like, kill patients, or was it just the babies? Just the babies. Really? Mm-hmm. The, the, as far as I know. Yeah. Now, and I'll talk a little bit about it in a minute, but she wasn't even actually charged with all of her killings because... They think there's upwards of 400. Wow. That she took care of and that, you know, but mm-hmm. she, it couldn't have been proven. Like Harold Shipman. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. but they think upwards of like 400 right. for him too. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, they can't prove it, but mm-hmm. they've associated those deaths with him. Yes. In some way. Exactly. Same thing. So, in 1890, she started caring for an illegitimate baby of a governess, which I'm assuming a governess has lots of monies. Mm -hmm. Now, she did return to visit the child. And she was very suspicious because she didn't think that the baby looked like the baby that she had dropped off. Oh. So, she knew that it had a birthmark on one of its hips. So, she asked her to strip the baby down because she wanted to see it. Well, lo and behold, there's no birthmark. No birthmark. But she didn't report it to the authorities at the time. Of course not. That would have been (laughs) so scandalous. So I guess it's just like what? You were like, oh, let me see my baby. Wait, that's not my baby. Where's my baby? And then you just are like, okay, well. Okay, well, she, you know. Not going to tell anybody again, I guess, out of feeling like I'm letting someone else care for my baby. So... It's just, that's so fucked up. Uh, So after this, when that happened, I guess she was scared that it was going to, like everything was going to come crashing down. Mm -hmm. So she drank two bottles of, it's called Lindonum. I don't know what that is. It's some sort of an opiate product Mm -hmm. that was around back then. And uh, it should have killed anybody, but because she had used so many opiate products. she had developed like a tolerance. Yeah, and so she lived. And so basically that really didn't do anything. And then she went back to, you know, doing what she does. She's like, well, hell, that didn't work. Back to killing babies. Exactly. So at this point, she's like, okay, I got caught once because I had the coroner coming. So, she realizes that it would be smarter for her to just just leave that whole process out. Yeah. So, she decides she wants to start disposing of the babies herself. Instead of having, Instead like, the of, coroner yeah, come. Having, and, mm-hmm, yeah. So I'm surprised she waited this long to do that. I know, right? I mean, it's like... I mean, nobody's reporting you. Yeah. And if you're fucking shitty enough to kill a baby... You're, why are you calling the coroner? Exactly. Like, I mean, if you're that fucking crazy. How would anybody know? How are they going to know? Exactly. So, basically, this is when things started to really unravel for her. Uh Uh-oh. In January of 1896, Evelina Marmon gave birth to an illegitimate daughter, Doris, and she, you know, sought offers of adoption and, you know, placement ads for in the miscellaneous. Basically, wanted respectable woman to take child. Yeah. Because she wanted to go back to work and just thought, well, you know, let me just find mm-hmm. someone to take care of this baby. So, in the paper next to her ad 
was one that read, married couple with no family would adopt a healthy child, nice country home. So they, you know, arranged that. And uh, so when Marmon uh, arrived to just, you know, ditch the baby with Crazy Dyer, uh, she was really surprised by how old she was. And mm -hmm. it didn't really match the description because there was no, no husband. husband. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but, you know, she, uh, just decided, okay, so, well, well, okay, I'll just leave back. God. Yep. I'll just, uh, leave her here anyway. Uh, so she ditches her baby, and, um, Amelia decided that she was going to go stay with her daughter, Polly. Mm -hmm. Okay. And... She was like a dressmaker, I guess, Polly was. Uh -huh. um, so when Amelia got there, she found some white edging tape that that they used to, um, I don't know what they used. It was for dressmaking. Mm -hmm. But anyway, and she basically made a noose and just, you know, choked, choked, strangled the baby. With oh, a, my. A, a grot or, you know, a noose, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, and then she would later say, I used to like them. I used to like to watch them with tape around their neck, but it was soon all over with them. So obviously that wasn't the first one that she had uh -huh. strangled, uh -huh. you know. So her daughter helped her with this and they wrapped the body in napkins. Uh, they kept some of the clothes that, uh... Marmon had packed, mm -hmm. and then they gave the rest of it. They pawned the rest of it, of the clothes of the baby. Wow. So the next day, they get another baby dropped off there. His name was Harry Simmons. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, they were out of uh, edging tape, so they took the tape that they used to kill the other baby off and then used it to kill this one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> they put both of them in a carpet bag along with bricks and threw them in the river. On March 30th, 1896, a package was retrieved from the river by a bargeman. Uh, the package Dyer dumped was not weighted adequately mm -hmm. and had been easily spotted. So, I guess it basically just floated, know, up. floated up. Yeah. I watched some... Oh, I can't remember. I mean, I would think with bricks in there. Oh, would, I know but... what I... I was watching for, um, the new Forensic Files episode. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. And um, they're on HBO Max. Oh. Yeah. I don't get that. I think mm -hmm. I must... Because the old Forensic Files are on mm -hmm. Amazon, right? Aren't they on Prime? I think so. That's what I And was on thinking. Netflix, too. Maybe. Oh, on, okay. Are they on Netflix? I can't remember. But there was um, a woman who had killed her husband... And she, they were living in, I want to say somewhere around Jersey or Connecticut, mm -hmm. but she murdered him, cut up his body, put him in suitcases, all the body parts, and went and threw them into the ocean. And they sank at first, Yeah. but they floated because of the gases well, of the body. Well, I was going to say that too. I wondered mm -hmm. if that would have anything to do with mm -hmm. it. So, I mean, you can weight it down, but sometimes they will float back up because of the, the bloating and the gases. Only Dexter's never floated back up, did they? Mm -mm. He put them in that Gulf Stream. <laughs> oh, well, you know, that makes sense, though, I guess. Yeah. The package that they found was not those two babies. It was actually a different one. Of course it was. The, 
uh, it was a girl. Her name was Helena Fry. And she had been weighted down too, but I guess obviously, like I said, it just wasn't enough. She was wrapped in paper. She wasn't in a bag. It was like a, a, there's a picture. It almost looked like a, what you would picture a manila envelope now looking like, but a little bit bigger. They analyzed it and they found a, a name on it and it said Mrs. Thomas and it had an address. Well, it led straight to Dyer. She was using an alias. Oh my god. Yeah. That's what it looked like. I mean, it's all like. Wow. That's what I imagine like a manila, like the color obviously is faded, but it's mm-hmm. some sort of a thick looking like envelope, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was one of the little, the nooses and stuff that was around. So they left all that on mm-hmm. yes, the body. Yes, they left it all on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so they found all that. Okay. Here's another photo Oh, yeah. Of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like they had newspapers and then some sort of that. And then there you can see pretty. Yeah, the the Mrs. Thomas. Uh-huh. Hmm. So obviously she wasn't too smart to leave all that shit in there. No. Um, so it led back to her, but they didn't want to do anything right away because they wanted to, you know, try to have more evidence and proof so they started Mm -hmm. basically surveilling her and then just subsequently she was going to be expecting a new client which actually was a decoy that they were going to use to set her up okay yes Uh uh-huh so on april the third when she opened the door to get this new client it was police and not somebody dropping off a baby (laughs) uh so they went in and they reported that just immediately her home just stunk of death. Death. Yes. Oh, but they didn't find any human remains. There was, you know, other tons of evidence that they found to yeah. to link her uh, to things. But there were no bodies there. The police figured out that just in the previous few months alone, at least 20 children had been placed in her care. Wow. Who, which she was going as mm-hmm. Mrs. Thomas at the time. Um, and they were all, all gone. All gone. All gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. So that's how over her, de- over the decades, it was between like 20 and 30 years. She did, like I said, it was over 400 uh, children. My but God. they could only connect her to 12 out of 400. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like... Well, back then... All the ones that the coroner came to see and, you know, there was Mm -hmm. really no... Because if they couldn't have a body or no proof Mm -hmm. back then... No body, no crime. Right. It's like the new Taylor Swift song. (laughs) (laughs) No body, no crime. I don't think I've heard that. Yeah, I sent it to you. Oh, did you? Yeah, it's been a few months. Oh, okay. I'll have to listen to it again then. So, on April 4th, she was arrested and charged with murder. Even during April, they found another six bodies were discovered in the rivers. And Damn. each of the babies had been strangled with some sort of a tape or a string. Or... And then she later told police that that was how you could tell it was one of hers. Like, one that she had killed if it was strangled. Wow. She's crazy. Jeez. 
I mean, I can't, yeah, like she's, Lena says, if you, if you haven't seen a picture of her, Google it, and I'll probably post one. Like, if I, ha I wouldn't even, like, drop a dog off to stay with that lady. She looks <laughs> fucking insane. She is, I mean, you can just look at, that face is a pure evil. Pure evil. I mean, I wouldn't trust anything with her. Hell no. Definitely not. So, on May 22nd, 1896, she appeared in court and she pled guilty. So, uh, she was sentenced to hang in the gallows. <sighs> yep. And, uh, she, she did. They hung her. Like, just, um, I think it was just a few weeks later. Let's see. Yep. Uh, so on June 10th, 1896, uh, she was, she, they hung her and they asked her if she had anything to say. She said, I have nothing to say. Wow. That was it. Literally. I now she did write a, um, I guess you could say a letter confession to her children. Oh. But, um, so here's what she said. My poor dear Arthur. Oh, how my heart aches. For you and my dear Polly. I'm sending this to tell you I have eased my mind and I have made a full statement. I have told them the truth and nothing but the whole truth. As I hope to be forgiven, God Almighty is my judge and I dare not go into his presence with a lie. I do hope and pray God will forgive me. I had a letter from Polly. She is coming down. You will have a lawyer. But for myself, it is only throwing money away. I know I have done this awful thing, and I know that I alone shall have to answer for it. I have just wrote a long letter to Willie, another to Father, and I have, but her dad was dead, so I don't understand that, but also I have wrote out a true and faithful statement of everything. I hope God will give you both grace and strength to bear this awful trial. God bless you, my dear boy, your broken heart mother, A. Dyer. Just no She's remorse so, at all. No, like she, she, she talks in that letter like she has so much remorse. But and, none, not. I'm, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. You know. I mean, she's just like, I did it. I want to be forgiven. But that's really it. Yeah, yeah. She, I, I don't know. I guess with her beliefs, she thinks if she asks for the forgiveness, that all will be forgiven. By her God and whatever. I don't know. It's just... I don't think she ever felt that remorse no, truly. No, she said she liked to see them with the string around their neck. Mm -hmm. How do you say that and then say... So what about the daughter know? that helped her? That's Did what I guess she said. I don't know. I couldn't really find out a whole lot about that. Um, other than here, you know, she says that she will have a lawyer. Yeah. But I don't know. Hmm. I couldn't find anything. So, if y'all are wondering why we haven't had an episode in three weeks. It's Lena's fault, as more usual. back to Lena medical drama. So, <laughs> you know, in February, I had my thigh lift done. And I had that incision that opened up on my left leg. Well, all that was fine. I went to the doctor, and he said, everything's good. Well, basically, my body was like, Hold my wine and watch this shit, bitch. 
So two months later, out of nowhere, my right leg decides to get a severe staph infection. So I have been going to the emergency room. I went, what, 14, no, 15 days every day to mm -hmm. get IV antibiotics. And now I'm on oral antibiotics. So I've been like near death for the yeah. last several weeks so this was and this was kind of just a last minute decision that we because i was going to get with brandon mm -hmm. you know and have him come down and which we will still do that um so this was just kind of a last minute thing because i felt like shit for the last three yeah. weeks and then i had my covid booster and then i felt like even more crap yesterday so yeah, yeah. and i had like i mean with my job full-time and finals for school was last week yeah was that i don't know it feels like was yeah, it, last it was last week? week i think um and i i went for like four or five days straight just trying to make sure everything was turned in and yeah Heather i had I, like i feel like 40 assignments due <laughs> i really procrastinated this semester it was bad but everything got turned in and it all turned out great but i tell you it's like when Life decides to kick us in the ass. I know, it really decides right? to kick us in the ass. <sighs> what the hell? <laughs> it's not fair. The price we pay for... Well, and you be... had spring break before that. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. I did. Yeah. I had spring break before that. So, yeah. So, it's been uh, it's been crazy over here. But Past several weeks. But, hey. We're alive. Yeah. So. Um, We're here to tell the story. Yeah. So I have one more surgery in June, and I promise that's going to be it. So I doubt it. <laughs> Hopefully, nothing crazy happens. So uh, I guess next time it'll be your turn, Heather. It will, and I, you know, I started thinking yesterday. I'm like, what am I going to talk about this next week? I have no, I haven't even thought about it. Thought about it. Just where I had so much stuff with school to get done, and work has been yeah. absolutely insane. I know. Uh, but hopefully things are, like, calming down, and I'll be able to figure out. Be able to plan. Well, yeah. that was me. And then today, I left my notes at home, because I'm an <laughs> idiot, and I had errands to run after Heather and I do this, and I was focused on that. So, um, today was a struggle. <laughs> no, this few <laughs> weeks have been a struggle, so you all bear with us, and, yeah. you know. Hopefully now with, you know, summer, and everything's a little more laid back, it'll yes. be... A little bit easier on us. Hopefully. But, you know, as always, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. You know. We got it all. Yep. Let us know if there's what? anything you want to hear. And, hey, if you listen to us on Apple, make sure you leave us a review. Just be nice. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> nice but honest. Yes. And I guess we'll see you I know, in a week or um, so, right? I, I, I read, you know, I follow a lot of other podcasters. Yes, you do on Twitter and sometimes I've seen a lot of them post that, you know, they'll get like really crappy reviews from somebody who just, you know, legitimately doesn't like what their mm -hmm. topics of discussion are. And they were like, you know, don't be an ass. If, like, you, if don't you don't like, like it, it, then don't, don't listen, listen to it. it. Exactly. Like, you know, I'm not going to listen to someone talk about fucking stock markets yeah because that doesn't interest me exactly but i'm not going to go and leave a negative review no and you know that was kind of their point was you know if, if there's a a podcast out there that is like blatantly racist or mm -hmm. you know something like that then oh yeah by all means yes yeah 
make sure you leave a bad review. Right. But otherwise, I mean, then just keep scrolling. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, we always appreciate the reviews from you yes. guys. You guys rock. And uh, yeah, so. I guess we'll see you in a week or so. In a week? Yep. Maybe um, less, because <laughs> I don't have anything to do this week, and I'm right. healthy, so. Yeah, there you go. And I'm <laughs> always at home, so. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed learning about Crazy Amelia Dyer, so. She was something else i know and happy <laughs> nurses week to everyone that's yes listening. happy nurses week to uh, all our amazing nurses yes my mom yeah. i don't know what i do without her oh She's yeah she is like a godsend yeah literally taking care of me so i don't know what i do without her and happy mother's day to everyone tomorrow because tomorrow's mother's day tomorrow is mother's day yeah scarlet you better tell your mom happy mother's day don't think, fart on her tomorrow. i think she just tooted so did she <laughs> I think oh so. that was sweet <laughs> That's how she shows her love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. All right, everybody. We'll see you in... We'll see you soon. We'll yeah. say that. Yeah, there you go. All right. Enjoy your weekend. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye.